When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. The big 35-yard reception in the first half. High snap, gives it to Hempy, who's got all kinds of room across the 40. You can't catch him. Hempy for his second touchdown. Welcome, everybody, to the second Behind the Rails podcast this week. I am your host, Travis Miller of HammerAndRails.com, and with me, as always, is Purdue's all-time touchdowns leader, Corey Sheets. And Corey, how you doing tonight? And we need some of those touchdowns on Saturday. <laughs> I'm doing all right, and I believe we got uh, two running backs that can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know you're high on that Downing and Devin Maccabee. They've they've looked good so far. They look good. I, I'm loving the 10. Loving the 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they will get a chance to uh, play this weekend because we had the defensive struggle this past week against Minnesota. But this week, it looks like if you want, if you like offense, this is going to be your game. I love offense, but I only like it one sided. I, I, I hope I did. <laughs> Keeps uh, being as strong as they've been. They keep holding guys in big offenses to nothing. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they're coming off of a hot performance, and they're going to need it. And that's probably the first question we need to address here is Maryland is a very different offensive team from Minnesota. Minnesota is run, run, want to do some play-action pass, and Purdue was able to take away that run. Maryland is going to be pass first, man. They are – Going to put it in the air, and they are second in the Big Ten. They're averaging 300 yards a game, so they are going to test our secondary. You're absolutely right, but I also read that they got a a, a running back that's carrying the load as well. So they, they it's a 50-50. It's, the way it's looking, it's, it's not 50-50, but it's about 60-40. <laughs> they do have good balance, I'll say that. Uh, they got two guys. Back there, they got Roman Hemby, 369 yards, three touchdowns, mm-hmm. and Antoine Littleton, the second, 267, and six touchdowns. So I don't know if he's goal line vulturing a few at the end there, but you got a couple guys that can make some plays, and they're averaging about six and a half, seven yards a carry. I mean, you got to get it how you live, but this offense seems to be doing what they want. And when they get up, they stay up. <laughs> so. But nah, you know I've I've been big on our defense all all year, so I'm looking for our defense to do what they've been doing, keep hitting hard. The tackling is getting a lot better, I would say. <laughs> yeah, because there was only one I'd say missed tackle. It's Minnesota, and that was the uh, I think they had like a 66 yard play. I think it set up either their field goal or their touchdown. But that was really the, the only bad play the defense had all day Saturday. Yeah, I would agree because, man, I thought they was about to start blowing them out just from watching the game. Because I, I know Purdue offense is more of a second-half team, and they do their thing second half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I, I just knew 
it was just going to be a blowout. But, of course, defenses get tired when offense don't do their job. So, Hey, y'all, we got to take a break right now to pay for some stuff. So we will be right back after this ad. Behind the Rails podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, concerts, events with the first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online research for all of your sports information for live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that is B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. And that's really the defense, once they did have a chance to rest because they got the field goal drive to go up 13-10, and then it was critical that the defense went out and got the three and out that set up uh, Maccabee's touchdown. Yeah, and I, I think he pulled that out of his ass. <laughs> when, when he made that first cut, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the prettiest cut, but it worked. <laughs> See, I always envision one of those runs where he's just going through like, oh, excuse me, pardon me, excuse me, pardon me. I got to be over here. Excuse me. <laughs> um, I, well, I've never seen a cut. Like, he jumped so high in the air, and, and it freed him up. So he was able to get up out of there. But when he made it, I was like, oh, go. <laughs> he, he had a second cut in there, too. Uh, like about five, 10, 15 yards down the field that I thought was even better because he just, like you said, he leapt up and he just kind of moved in midair. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one I freed him. Like everybody was running to the right and he cut left. But it was an ugly cut. Yeah. <laughs> And it worked so pretty that it, <laughs> he was able to go. But I, I, I would have loved for him to finish that run. And I know he was biting himself in the ass, like, oh, man, yeah, I was so close. It's good. Can't get walked down like that. You get you get talked about in a nice way in film. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's a little bit. <laughs> well, it- in, in a way, I'd like to know your opinion on this because I just looked it up. He was the state champion in the long jump in 2021 here in Indiana, and he was second in the 110-meter hurdles by five one-hundredths of a second. So how much does that track ability come in, especially, like you said, with that ability to leap cut like that? I mean, he's, he's, he's explosive, to say the least. Yeah. You can't be a long jump champ and not be explosive because that's – and yeah, second, I don't know what was that 500. What'd you say? Five, five one hundredths of a second. He was second place in the 110 meter hurdles. I mean, that's like, oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, it's he, he, he wasn't he wasn't far off from first, so and but I don't know what was the time you're saying 500. Of, uh, I'm not sure what the exact time was, but it was it was pretty quick. I mean, th- there's some talent here and uh, here in Indiana, and he comes from a small school in the southern part of the state, so he's he's out running the guys here, all the indie schools and the indie suburb schools and everything for that. 
I mean, I don't know Indiana to be known for speed guys, but <laughs> <laughs> there's a few. There's a I, few. I, I, I've seen the young man running. He, he he has some speed, so <laughs> I just I would have loved for him to finish that runoff in the end zone. I know he would have loved that too. As you, as as running backs and wide receivers, you don't want to get caught from behind. You want to love to outrun angles because if you outrun an angle. That shows your speed then. Mm-hmm. And guys, like, you, you can see guys that outrun angles in college and in the NFL. So, so <laughs> <laughs> outrunning the angle is, is elite speed. Oh, yeah, definitely. And he's he showed it, uh, too. Yeah, Card- Cardinal saying you don't want to get caught from the side or behind. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he should have a chance to get a little bit more running room, too. Maryland is 11th in the Big Ten in run defense, where Purdue is 7th. And our own ground game is 10th in the league. But we're averaging 140 yards a game, and that is a significant improvement over last year. I think last year we barely got over 80 a game. It's going to be harsh to say, but it's you got different talent in the backfield. Yeah. And that guy's not missed. <laughs> I yeah, love we were, the, we were the 84.2 yards per game last year. <laughs> Oof. That that guy's not missed. I and mean, it's gonna be hard for him to get his starting spot. Like it's is he still hurt? What Doru? Yeah, he's out. He has a calf injury and he's out. So it'll be downing and Maccabee again this week with Kobe Lewis. Yeah, calf for me, calf injuries in that area and in general, is a real personal to me. So I could understand him nursing that to the fullest because if you pop that tendon below that calf, boy. It, isn't that what your last one was, the Achilles that cost you in Oakland? Ain't no last one. That's what both of them were. Oh, damn. <laughs> Got the starting job in Miami, tore the left Achilles. Oh. Tore the right, the right Achilles. Got ready to – I bumped up to to the three spot and running with the ones, tore the the other Achilles. But damn, yeah. So <sighs> I understand that he's nursing that calf. I'm a little sympathetic, but man, <laughs> it's gotta be hard to sit there and watch somebody else blow up like that, though. I mean, it, it is, but. I'm sure they're friends. Yeah, but somewhere deep down, I know, I know he's like, damn, I, I could be out there doing my thing, but he hasn't. Mm-hmm. And that's that, that's just reality. Yeah, let's see. Uh, what, what's that? I'm sorry. I said, what's up with my boy O'Connell? Has he has he been taking more snaps? Uh, apparently, apparently he's good to go this week. They have not seen anything where he is questionable. And I think one of the bigger things is they believe that Jalen Graham is going to be back on defense. And that is going to be huge because he he does so much defensively for us. Yes, yes, he does. So the defense is going to be back in tip-top condition. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that that's – if he hurt his ribs for real, I know those reports of him being okay is lies, but (laughs) (laughs) 
But well, I've I've seen I've seen quarterbacks play through rib injuries. I've actually played with one. He played with broken ribs the entire <laughs> year and never known it. Because I honestly I didn't know it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was with the guy after work every day. <laughs> so That's rough. Yeah, yeah, you have no idea. And mind you, my ribs are broken. I didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully, hopefully you can keep these interceptions now. He should be used to playing with the pain by now. Yeah. That. I think he'll be all right this week. He'll be a little bit sharper. He'll have some more practice time under his belt, and I think that'll help because that was not his best game, but we were able to get it done. And uh, I really I want to see how he does against Maryland's quarterback, Talia Tagovailoa. Yep, that is Tua's little brother of the of the Dolphins. Yeah, I was re- I just seen that, and I was like, oh, that's buddy brother. And then it was talking about how he had a rough week. I mean, yeah, my your brother might got a serious not might he has a serious brain injury mm-hmm. so of course it's gonna be on your mind but then you, for you to go out there and still pull a win out out of your belt like it's impressive yeah and uh he he had a good week last week threw for 314 yards had only one touchdown he's only got eight touchdowns on the year but he is statistically right up there in the big 10 with aiden o'connell so <laughs> Uh, you got a couple guys that know how to sling the rock around this week, and I, I think that's going to make things exciting. Want to hear something funny? Hmm. If, if you think about his yardage and his lack of touchdowns, and then you think about uh, the tandem running back duel and one other guy's having just abundance of just no yards but touchdowns, mm-hmm. wide receivers are getting tackled within five yards or ten yards, and they're just running in there. Yeah. <laughs> Still counts the same on the scoreboard, though. <laughs> this sucks with a quarterback because you, your touchdown total just looks horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he's a little bit – he's also a bit different of a quarterback from uh, Tanner Morgan because he is a little bit more of a running threat. He has 92 yards rushing and a touchdown on the season. That is a career high for him in total yardage on the ground, 92. So not exactly vintage Michael Vick, but – you know, I always compare it to O'Connell and O'Connell is a statue. And when he, that was one of the most shocking things on Saturday is O'Connell had like an eight yard first down run. And that was like watching Peyton Manning try to do an eight yard first down run. Uh, Peyton Manning ran a lot. People just didn't realize it. It'd be more like Tom Brady. Brady <laughs> <laughs> don't, I it's, it's, it's very few that you very seldom that you see Tom Brady take off and run. Well, <laughs> he's an no old point. man right now. I mean, yeah, but you're still out there playing with the big dogs, and you one of the biggest dogs. So, yeah. <laughs> man, uh, then if we look at Maryland's defense here, they struggle against the pass, and that's a good thing because Purdue's very good against the pass. Uh, they're giving up 252 yards passing, and they haven't exactly played a strong schedule. They only have two interceptions on the season as well. The only team with fewer interceptions on the year in the Big Ten is Michigan State does not have an interception through five games. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Plus, O'Connell's rib should be 
adjusted to game time. So <laughs> I, I doubt he throw three interceptions again. Like I just don't see him doing that two weeks in a row. Right. He he'd been on a hot streak. I think coming into this week, he only had like four interceptions in his last nine games. And then he threw three throws three in one game. So it would it would be unusual for him to throw three in one game again. Yeah, I'm telling you, them ribs was acting up when he had he had to learn um this he had to learn how to throw with your ribs hurting. Mm-hmm. And that's all in your breathing. And I mean, man, you ever broke your ribs? No, I'm not. You don't want to. <laughs> I the worst injury I had was I was playing basketball at the co-rec my freshman year, and I went after a loose ball and I caught my foot on someone else's leg. And I heard my ankle pop against over four games going on there upstairs. And I hit the floor and I'm like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, broken ribs, man. I, I, I said the other, last uh, episode, you don't want that. It's, I believe it. Your wiggle, your big toe is going to come from your ribs. <laughs> <laughs> so another good question here is how hard is it to have the back-to-back road games in the college games? It's, it's no big deal. Plus, Purdue is used to – I'll say they play to the ability of their opponent. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that. <laughs> and I believe they'll be up for this game because this is a ranked opponent. But they're 21. No, Minnesota was 21 last week. Maryland's, like, right on the cusp of getting ranked. No, I just read something that – Okay, well, I might have been talking about Maryland, but I mean Minnesota. But I believe that they'll play to the the skill set of their opponent, and you'll see a better Purdue team out there. And we—that's one of the things that was impressive is when this team plays discipline, we're pretty damn good. And it's uh, uh, this ends up being a big game. It's your last crossover divisional game until the end of the year against Indiana. And with the rest, the rest of the West not looking great, you get this one. You can start to think a little bit about uh, these last six games being something pretty special. I mean, if, if they could win out, whoo, <laughs> that'd be great. Oh, it, if they won out, that would be up there. We only have one 10-win season in the entire school's history, and that was in 1979. So... Winning out to get to ten and two before you go into Indy, man, that's that's wildest dreams type of stuff. What the hell we won a Rose Bowl with? Uh, they, I think they were nine and three the Rose Bowl year. That's some bullshit. Bro. They were <laughs> nine and two, but they did. I mean, that was back when you only played ten regular season games. You're right. I think like the age gap is as far as mental. Awareness on things is different. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even have the twelve game regular season until around the time you were playing. So, I mean, that's crazy because, like, I'm thinking about that that being a schedule, and it's not. <laughs> I, there's so many scheduling quirks in there, and like uh, the year we played at Hawaii, we got to play 13 games because that was the first year that they allowed a 12 game schedule and you could play an extra game if you played at Hawaii. So with that and the bowl game, we got to play 13, we got to play 14 games and you're just like, man, that's a lot of damn football. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to lie to you. That, 
that season we played Hawaii. I enjoyed flying out to Hawaii, but I was mad. We flew all that way to get our ass kicked. <laughs> and I the score didn't reflect what happened on the field, to be honest with you. It was a wild game, I remember. I went to that game and because it was the, okay, I got one chance to see them out here. Fine, I'll go. And it was wild, man. Yeah, it, it was. And I knew after the warm-ups, we, we was in for something we wasn't ready for. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't stretch. <laughs> I'm, and I'm talking about the entire team did not stretch. They did that. That dance, that uh, the haka, pro- yeah, they did that, and that was literally my first time ever seeing that. And seeing that, and for the very first time, and not knowing it's about to happen, like you see the team come out, they line up in formation, and they, everybody's staring at you. They're not; it's not four people or five people in front, mm. and like, no. Nah. The entire hundred man roster is looking at you, and they're all in black. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> I mean, guys with visors, you got face. Everybody got face paint. It's not one person that did not have paint on. If they like, even a quarterback had damn face paint. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then they start doing that. <laughs> man. We stopped our stretches and started watching them. <laughs> I mean, it's cool to see, honestly, that they can do that. It's cool to see if you're in the stands. It's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not cool to see if you gotta walk up like that. That's what we about to do. Like, <laughs> and then, like, I, I was so happy I wasn't on defense that day. Because. <laughs> They say their starting running back was like 250, 275. Oof. That's a big the boy. Back- no, he's not. <laughs> the backup running back was 300. <laughs> and big boy could move. <laughs> man, when I tell you that big man, I watched him run through so many of my teammates that, that the backup, not the start. The starter ran through people too. Man, the backup. <laughs> the back- backup was worse than the starter. He, oh my, oh my God. If you could go back to watch that game, watch the backup. <laughs> I think I think I found it on YouTube about a year or two ago because I was curious about it. I, re- I remember we fell behind by a lot. We came roaring back. We took the lead. And then I think Painter threw two picks in the fourth quarter, one that set up the touchdown and one that clinched the game. Now you understand my uh, Northwestern interview. <laughs> you needed the ball to run that game out. I know we had a fourth quarter lead. Man, when I when, when I tell y'all, never mind. I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing we have other shows. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, Minnesota Purdue. I'm I mean, sorry. What? In Minnesota, uh, Maryland, Purdue. We got. Ah, I I'm feeling good. I'm trying not to get overwhelmed with the, uh, you know, oh, we looked really great last week, and trying not to get too down when we looked really bad. But 
I, I think this team found something last week, and it feels like last week's win was a lot like the Iowa win last year and that it just kind of set the tone for the rest of the season. So I, I think we can get this one. I think it'll be close, but I think we can get this one. No, I don't think it's going to be close. I think they're going to come out. They're going to stop their high-powered offense. It's going to shock the shit out of them. Then their offense will get it going for a little bit, and then we're going to make adjustments and shut that down, and Purdue will be victorious this weekend. All right. Well, I, I too, think we're going to pull this one off, and that'll be great. Get to 2-1 and one in Big Ten, get to 4-2 and two as we head to the midpoint of the season, and – Man, the second half of this schedule looks really, really nice right now, especially with Wisconsin looking like crap. <laughs> yeah, but you never know what day, what, what team will show up. But that's another story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> All I know about Wisconsin is, is I'm penciling in their running back for 200 yards and three touchdowns. I don't care who it is, because that's what they've done to us for two decades, man. Man, listen here. <laughs> <laughs> Wisconsin, I can remember that. That's another story for another podcast, but I got a story for you, partner. <laughs> I, I just know that they keep having them, and then when they had Jonathan Taylor a few years ago, that was a bad man. That was our, our best chance to win that game was to go for – we were tied, went to overtime, and in the second overtime, Purdue scored, and they elected to kick the extra point to go to a third overtime instead of go for two. And I'm standing there and I'm like, go for two because your best chance to stop Jonathan Taylor right now is to win the game with one play with him on the sideline. Exactly. <laughs> we got Rondale Moore and he can go win the game. He's on the sideline. All right. They don't make him too smart, but hey, it'd be like, it's, it'd be all right. <laughs> All righty. Well, we will wrap things up. We do thank you for listening. We were glad we got two shows this week and we will be back next week to hopefully talk about a win over the Terrapins of Maryland. So for myself, Travis Miller of hammerandrails.com and for Corey, thank you for listening and boiler up. BTFU as always. The Behind the Rails podcast brought to you by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.